This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The, um, the next piece is a piece on page 790 from the Pasuk um, in the in Shlach. <coughs> The Pesach says, "Va'ato yigal nakoach Hashem kashabatalaymo." So, what exactly does it mean, "yigal nakoach Hashem"? So, Nezus says, "Yigal no karov me'arichas apayim." It it's similar to the midah arichas apayim of forbearance. Ki kol mishu erech apayim mishu koach godlish berkaso. The Nezus is bothered by the question of this being sort of a midah sadin. The word Koach Hashem sounds like it's some sort of Gvura of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And since we're asking for Rachmim, um, why would a, a something in, in the line of Gvura be appropriate? So the Ebenezer says that the forbearance is, requires a tremendous amount of strength um, to break caste and so on. For Ha'eid, similar Kasher Dibarta. Um, he, he, the Pasuk is saying, and it continues on to the Midas of Erechapayim. Um, I would like just to compare something to it. There's a um, note, there's a piece where Putner writes that he comments on somebody who wrote the following in, in an introduction somewhere. Someone wrote that all the Midas that are that are shaykh to Hashem, we have to, that are shaykh to us, are shaykh to Hashem. The person I think writes that Yer Shemayim, Yer is not shaykh to Kadesh Baruch Hu, and therefore you know that's one meter that it's us, but not a Kadesh Baruch Hu. And Putin writes against it, and his point is as follows basically that the meter of a Kadesh Baruch Hu to the, the most fundamental meat of HaKadosh that allows for us to exist is the restraint that HaKadosh restrained himself from overwhelming the Bria. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence really allows no room for the Bria to exist. It required HaKadosh Baruch Hu to, um, to, so to speak, exhibit a meter of reigning in to... Um, to, uh, to allow for the Bria to exist. Here at the heart of it is where a person s- shrinks himself in the presence of the other. That does what the writes. It certainly is true in Ezer Gibor HaKovish as Yitzro. Struggling against something else um, is not close to the Gevura of constraining oneself. <laughs> and therefore, and um, as is saying, Moshe Rabbeinu is appealing to the Midah of Korah Hashem to constrain the rightful uh, Midah of Aynes Sephardis. Similarly, Sephardis says, Yitel HaKorah Hashem lichboshet Midah Sadin. So, Midah Sadin is very, very, very powerful. Obviously, the force needed, so, so for instance, um, Let's give an let's give a let's picture an example so that we can get a sort of a, a picture of it. 
imagine someone has a son who's who's hot-headed and uh, maybe impulsive or not hot-headed, but he happened to get very angry or enraged about something, and he's out to hit somebody, hurt somebody, kill somebody, do something. The father, who is more rational at this point, or more sensible, realizes it's not going to be good for his son to do whatever he's going to do. So he puts his arm around his son and holds him down. So th- that need of holding him down requires a strength greater than the rage that the son has, and yet it's coming from Ava. Because he loves his son so much, he doesn't want him to do something that's rash or, 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 or harmful to himself. What he's doing is taking Koach to constrain his son in a way that is coming from Ava. That's pretty much what they're saying over here. Okay, <coughs> next one's Rabbein Abichaya, also this Pasuk. V'aderech ha-Kabbalah, v'ato yigad no-Koach, yushva v'yimashech ha-Koach ha-Pnim v'bimidus, v'yistalek l'mrom-romim. He wants there should be more hashva. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, yigdal no means increase the Koach v'ashva, and it, it should not go up to Shemayim. That's his sentence definition. What does that mean? Ubiranian. Um, let's explain this first outside, and then we'll see it inside. The, the marshal, one of the ways to understand the Hanhagim HaKadosh Baruch Hu is as follows. Imagine you imagine you have a hose connected to a faucet or to a reservoir. And from the hose you have a lot of um, irrigation channels, sort of these little um, little thin, um, not called hoses I guess, the little tubes that go along the furrows and they irrigate each and every um, plant. Now, the person, the, the, one of the ways, we're assuming that the water in the reservoir never ends, or, but the faucet can cut off the water going into those little pipes. Akadosh Baruch Hu has this kaviyahol, the picture is Akadosh Baruch Hu himself and his full greatness and everything. And then we have the Darche Hashpa. HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates specific channels to bring that down to each and every um, facet of the Bria. So for instance, we say Shemon Esra. Let's give an example. The, the, the Mekubalim have a different shame of HaKadosh Baruch Hu for each Tefillin for Shemon Esra to be Mechavin, a uh, different Nikud of, of the shame of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What it means is the Hadhaga gets divided into two major levels. There's source, and then there is the branches and so on. So in the big picture, when we do really terrible virus, what happens is the main force gets cut off, and Akash Baruch is not mashpi anything through his midos. It's, um, there's one way where we're simply not stalling to the midos of Baruch Hu, but when Kaisal does a virus, so 
so what will happen is, Akadosh Baruch Hu will completely stop watering the entire. Um, he'll stop between the main and the branches. So, in Kasol Tosari Mitzvahs, Akadosh Baruch Hu is in the midas. So Klal Yisrael has the ability, their avoda doesn't make Hashem stronger, more bountiful, or we believe Akash Baruch infinite, so that's not really relevant, but um, we allow for it to go through the Midas. On the other hand, if we don't do mitzvahs, Akash who lifts himself above it, and there's no connection to the Midas. So when we speak about Lashonos in different places, about attenuating Akash Baruch's strength, weakening, we're talking about the Hashpah to us. Because Kayasol really deserved to be destroyed. So um, the 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 need to be um, mashpia was something which a Baruch who um, they, they 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 were on the verge of cutting it off all of it. So he said, "Va'ata yigdal nakar Hashem, please keep increasing your hashpa." Then we speak the word of Yigdal Kim, because become more, bigger, greater. We need to ask ourselves, I mean, Kashbarku, we believe, has grown to his full height. What does it mean, Yigdal now? What is the Yigdal? So, what it means is the passage between um, him, Kaviyachal, to us. <coughs> that bridge is where there could be an increase or decrease, and it's at the most critical junction. Because anything else affects particular elements. So if there's some problem with refuah, it affects refuah or whatever, this is something which affects the entirety of it. Um, the, the, they, call, they call this process of, allow, of us doing something to allow an increase down, that's called to assist Akadosh Baruch Hu. Shabbos says over there that Moshe Rabbeinu went up and he found Akadosh Baruch Hu in Kodesh Ksarim. Akadosh Baruch asked him, "How come you didn't greet me?" The, the people. People in your town are not polite, they don't greet. So Moshe said, um, I've never seen an Evet greet his master. It's, it's sort of arrogant for an Evet to, uh, to, to tell his master, I, I wish you this, I wish you that. So, he, so it says, You still, you should have helped me. Um, so the word was, and it says, In other words, we certainly can't relate HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself in any sense, and there's no and, and, and giving a bracha to HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself, Kaviyachol, is, is absolutely ludicrous. HaKadosh Baruch Hu misses nothing, I have no shaykhs to giving a bracha. 
But the place that we do have a shaychus to is that junction of is Akash Mashpia more globally or, or less. That's where we can. That's that's called Lazreni, and that's your Atvata Yidon Hashem. Okay, next one is Rabbeinu Bechayev. The Rabbeinu Bechayev works with the following point. The, the, we have Yud Gimomidus, uh, Rachmim, and in Paskisisa, we have here a little mini-series of Hashem HaRachapayim, and we're missing a bunch of Midas. So, how come? Like, wh- why did Moshe Rabbeinu take a shortcut and not use Yud Gimomidus? Veda, he says, and this was done, there was a reason here. The reason why he skipped um, these are the following. And he skips most of them, he skips seven of them, he says. Lemdena Moshe be considered to Lubakosha, Moshe taught us how to ask. We have only six midas and we're missing seven. Why? Those midas only work um, when Klal Yisrael is mostly um mostly doing good things um have most chusim. now let, let's discuss two or three points first of all it's a very it, it's an important limut that he's teaching us that tefillah is not just throwing words at a kaddish parahu there has to be some level of sincerity or emphasis in those words and you need to understand what you have a right to ask for, and when. It's to use Midas Vakarashparaku just, just mindlessly, where you do not deserve these Midas, you've not used them appropriately, and, and, and you're using it just as stam, that's highly inappropriate. That's not a schus for you. It's a schus for you only when you use Midas in an appropriate way. So to use the Midas this um, of, of where most of us chusim that we could not do. I'm not sure why the difference in here in Chet Eagle, where Kach Baruch did tell them that you'd give me this, and were they did they have rose chusim then? I, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not sure where it's coming from as far as that goes. Then he says, "Vlehiske veemes." He couldn't, they couldn't say the MS, keep a midas MS Yuchayovim, fish midas adin, Mashadoshar Azal, MS la Ovid, Lifnimashos adin. So MS doesn't make sense here either because um, we're asking for Lifnimashos adin. Voyama minim le divrea maraglima she ibda hemuna benichasa befihem. So he says over here a point, he makes a point over here that I think addresses it. Had they had a Muna, then even if their Darga would have been, if Averis would have been lower or less, you can still appeal to Lifni Meshur Sadin. What you're saying in effect is that, um, you know, you're going beyond Din because you have a Muna. But if you don't have a Muna, 
then what are you going beyond the din for? So the beyond the din is corresponds to the midah vemuna that they have. If they could follow people who have no muna, the Slimashos Adin, Emuna to Seichel is the Slimashos Adin to Din. And they should be parallel. The, then he says, Why didn't he mention Neitzchatalafim? They were now. Um, they were being moist in, 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 in what the others gave them. How can they go ahead and, and be mispalal in Schuss Avis when, when um, they themselves had rejected Avis? That's an old uh, Jewish uh, I don't know what the word is, caricature of somebody who killed his father and then at the, at the court he begs for clemency because he's an orphan. It's sort of, they're coming along and saying, in the schus of our holy forefathers, um, please forgive us for the sin of rejecting our Yisrael, which our holy forefathers gave the lies for, and, and what us go there. And that's why he couldn't say, because he couldn't call on the others, because what he had done was counter of us. He couldn't say, so I assume the Yudgilamidas that he gave in Kisisa weren't going Bedafka and Meraglim as much as they are a general um, lesson of how to uh, ha- how to be misfollowed. And you have to choose each time which are the appropriate midas that you might uh, use over here. So the one thing that's clear is you c- there are ways to ask for Rachmim beyond um, what it is that you deserve, but you also need to be shy to that. So, so when I ask a person for rachamim, that um, beyond midas hadin, I need to make sure that the structure of that is appropriate. I'm, I'm touching on a point for clemency that that's emes in itself. Whereas just to, to use something which is absolutely um, wrong, that can't work. He was using the Shem Hashem, which is the first Shem Hashem. So the first Shem Hashem he learns of in the is going on. So since this was a, 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 they, were, they hadn't done tshuva yet, whereas was after so Mechai offhandedly explains what's the Shem Hashem after the Chet is before the Chet. Um, the, the, there's um, one of the underlying issues with an Avera, especially an Avera that's Pshoyim and Mezid, is that a person has a sense 
that he actually is able to um, he's actually able to do something to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He's actually able to um, get back at Hashem. And you know, every Shia which is a Merida, in certain is certainly a sense where he did wrong to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, where his averis counted in sort of um, stopping or impeding or however you want to call it. When a person says Hashem Lachachet Hashem Hashem, it means that I recognize that my efforts in, in, in a chait, in terms of getting back at Baruch Hu or, or denying him or anything like that, is ineffective. And therefore, I'm espoused for Hashem Lachachet at least there's a recognition that nothing really changed at Baruch Hu, and therefore he is. Um, I can appeal to him in his midas achesed. So um, it's not only it's not only pshat a certain level of amuna. It's the pshat that that amuna itself is, is somewhat of a, of, of, a, of a tshuva. Let's see, maybe one more small thing. Yes, the next one is an Eben Ezra, and this is um, interesting in pshat. It says, They've tested me ten times and didn't uh, refuse to listen to me. Now. Chazal give us the ten times uh, uh, they explain what the Asara what the Asara were those what the Nisuni what, what the is does it is that the Pshat or not so the Mnazah says no the Eserpam Hatam the meaning of the word Eserpam is Rabin many times why do you say ten Bavura Yosef because it's a round number. So, so Rabbi Nezra says that in Pshat, ten can mean in the Torah many times. It does not need the exact count. The Torah can use that count. It's, 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 um, it's very interesting. Chazal do give us ten, and it's interesting, as, but 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 Rabbi Nezra in the world of Pshat makes it very clear that ten can mean a multitude of times, and it's and that's maybe even the right shot. Okay, I think.